This is New England Public Media. With the election over, is it back to business as usual for Massachusetts lawmakers? I'm Carrie Healy, and this is Beacon Hill in 5, our look at the week ahead in politics and government in Massachusetts. As we do most Mondays, we've got Matt Murphy from the Statehouse News Service on the line. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Last week, voters not only chose Mara Healy and Kim Driscoll to be the next governor and lieutenant governor, but they also picked Democrats for the other four constitutional offices. That means that the two highest-ranking Republicans in the legislature currently are minority leaders Senator Bruce Tarr and Representative Brad Jones. So is the state Republican Party concerned about their messaging resonating with voters and their numbers on Beacon Hill? Some in the party certainly are. Uh, obviously, uh, the GOP getting shut out of the statewide uh, races. Uh, they previously only held the governor and lieutenant governor's offices. Those obviously going to Maura Healy and Kim Driscoll last Tuesday. And the Republicans also seeing their ranks in the legislature, which were already at very low levels, shrink uh, even further. And this has sparked calls from some in the party for a change in leadership there is already someone, Jay Flightman, the vice chair of the Mass Republican Party, stepping up saying he's going to run for party chair in January, uh, calling for a more inclusive message from Republicans, as opposed to what we saw from current chairman Jim Lyons and the type of candidates that the party recruited and ran this cycle. But uh, you know, there remain divisions within the party about how to move forward and what the right message is to be a winning message in Massachusetts. Uh, and I don't think it's going to be settled anytime soon. Last week's elections brought closure to months of campaigning for lawmakers and ballot question supporters and opposition. So here we are. It's mid-November. Is it back to business as usual for state lawmakers? What's the energy like on Beacon Hill? Well, business as usual for lawmakers at the end of the second year of the session is uh, pretty quiet. There's not a lot left to do, especially after we saw them finalize that delayed economic development bill, and that included the final closeout spending bill for the state for the year. Uh, So lawmakers will continue to meet in informal sessions for the remainder uh, of this calendar year and into January when the new legislature will be sworn in, but uh, do not expect anything major to come up before them for passage. The focus now will really be uh, on on the incoming Healy administration as she begins to look at uh, cabinet picks, uh, potentially uh, looking to the legislature to fill some of those roles uh, and how she starts to build her new administration uh, and working relationships with the lawmakers who will be there come January. Speaking of that $3.7 billion economic development bill, Governor Charlie Baker did sign it. Uh, It was forwarded to him by lawmakers after they stripped the estate tax reforms and tax breaks uh, for renters, seniors and caregivers from it. And then Baker wasn't satisfied with it, the entire bill. And he made some changes to the version that he signed. So do you know what parts were vetoed? And while we're in informal sessions right now, what can lawmakers do about the things that were vetoed? Yeah, the governor signed the bulk of this bill, the $3.7 billion in spending. So much of that will go into effect. He did veto several sections, some of them dealing with tuition retention programs uh, and stuff on the campuses of, of higher ed. Uh, the governor saying that this is better dealt with cohesively rather than piecemeal as part of the state budget process. That will get pushed over into the new year, as will the million dollars 
of the $16.5 million that he signed off on for abortion clinics and reproductive health services, the governor vetoing a million-dollar education program that was supposed to focus on telling people about these uh, so-called crisis pregnancy centers, which have come under fire from abortion rights supporters and activists in recent months since the Supreme Court's Dobbs ruling. But because the legislature is meeting in informal sessions, vetoes cannot be dealt with. Uh, there will be no roll call votes. So uh, this is something the lawmakers will have to revisit uh, in the new year. Matt Murphy is a reporter with the Statehouse News Service in Boston. Matt, as always, thank you. Thank you. This is Beacon Hill in 5, our weekly check-in at the Statehouse. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from New England Public Media at our website, nepm.org slash podcast hub. This is New England Public Media.